Okay, hello all. So a little warning, this podcast will be talking about penises, vaginas, anuses, and sex overall in a completely non-judgmental context. If you're uncomfortable with any of that content, feel free to click away. Okay, and with that, let's get started. First, let me ask you a question. Did you know that in America right now, in 2019, STD rates are the highest that's ever been recorded? With the CDC recording a 22% increase of STD rates from 2017 to 2018, that's really intense. And a majority of that reason is due to high school and college kids. 16 to 24 year olds make up 50% of this 22% increase. And it's pretty well known that college students have sex, but that can mean a little or a lot of sex. Couples can go multiple rounds in a night and condoms, they're not always available. So without thinking in the heat of the moment, Couples may decide to proceed without protection. That's not good. And if you're really not sure what I'm talking about, that's totally cool. Um, To make it short, STD stands for a sexually transmitted disease. These can affect someone's penis or vagina, mouth if they have oral sex, and anus if they have anal sex. The National Institute of Health says that left untreated, these diseases and infections can increase a female's risk of cervical cancer, a male's risk of prostate cancer, and infertility for either gender. That means you cannot have kids when you want. Among other things, you just need to know that while fairly common in the US, left untreated STDs can become life-threatening. If you're wondering, yes, there are ways to prevent STDs from being spread. Two main ways, actually. Condoms, which are rolled over the head of the penis, or dental dams, which are inserted into the vagina. Dental dams just line the vaginal cavity to prevent any other genitalia from making full contact and now you're all caught up. But what does my school, Arizona State University, have to do with this mess? Well, it's pretty simple. As the largest public university in the United States, ASU has a duty to protect its students, and while it does well in most other categories, including providing campus police, emergency blue lights on campus, and other things, ASU does not protect its students' sexual well-being or health. A professor at Georgia College who specializes in health promotion and disease prevention reported that about 85% of universities in the U.S. distribute recondoms, but most of them, about 96% or so, only do this at the designated health centers. And that's what ASU has. And while yes, I'm saying ASU does provide students with recondoms, that's not enough. Like I said, college kids are horny. They have sex. And health services limits one condom per student per day. A couple, if they work together, then can get two condoms, which means two rounds, if both are willing to go to health services. This is also assuming the sex was planned, and most of the time in college, it isn't. Again, two condoms only if both students are willing to get it. Even so, condoms can't be reused, and with seconds or thirds waiting, These kids are not gonna wait. I myself am guilty of this, and most sexually active college students probably are or will be too. And the lack of condom use could be a main factor in why college students contribute so much to the 50% increase among 16 to 24 year olds. And apparently I'm not the only one who thinks that ASU isn't doing the best for its students' sexual well-being. Back in 2016, the state press released an article about ASU's lack of birth control, and in it, they mentioned how a group of students tried creating a delivery system for condoms. 
The system was just students in cars going around areas on campus delivering condoms to other students who placed orders. This service wasn't free though. So a pack of three condoms went for $5 and a pack of 12 went for nine. Considering a 24 pack of condoms at Walmart is only $12, 12 condoms for $9 isn't that great of a bargain. And since college kids are also known to be very poor, and apparently I'm not the only one who thinks that ASU isn't doing the best for its students' sexual well-being. Back in 2016, the state press released an article about ASU's lack of birth control, and in it, they mentioned how a group of students tried creating a delivery system for condoms. The system was just students in cars going around areas on campus delivering condoms to other students who placed orders. This service wasn't free, though. So a pack of three condoms went for $5 and a pack of 12 went for nine. Considering a 24 pack of condoms at Walmart is only $12, 12 condoms for $9 isn't that great of a bargain. And the entire system of students delivering condoms to other students just doesn't sound very fun. If you've ever ordered something from Postmates or gone an Uber that's on campus, you probably know how difficult it can be finding the correct car or even directing them to the correct location. When they get lost, they're gonna call you. And that kind of interaction can be pretty stressful or awkward or both. So now just imagine just for a second that you've ordered condoms from this service. The person behind the vehicle is also guaranteed a student. And while I'm all for sex positivity and openness, I'd really rather not have Chad from XYZ frat knowing I'm getting banged. And if I'm a repeat customer, well, with such a small staff, it's likely Chad and I would meet again. That's not private. And that lack of privacy isn't that fun since sex can be such a private and personal thing in someone's life. Not wanting some random student bringing you condoms is totally normal and understandable. So... What you need to know is that this condom delivery service disappeared by the end of the next semester, and since then, ASU's condom crisis hasn't been talked about. And as of right now, November of 2019, condoms at Arizona State University are only available at campus health service centers, which is one per campus. And that needs to change. Something that could really benefit our school is the addition of condom dispensers. Condom dispensers are pretty cool because they can be placed pretty much anywhere on campus, but it would be preferable to be in the bathroom or in the resident halls. And condom dispensers are meant to provide students with free condoms in unlimited amounts. But how do I use one? Well, first I go to a condom dispenser, I reach in and I pull out as many condoms as I think I need. And that's it. And while condom dispensers are pretty easy to use, do they actually work and help students with their sexual health? Well, yes. A study done at a large public university in southeastern U.S., the name of the university is not disclosed. The study found that about 23% of students had taken a condom from the dispenser within the last two months, and that 37% of all of students indicated that they intended to use the dispensers within the next six months. So yes, condom dispensers are able to help students' sexual health and well-being, because especially with that instance, we can assume that if the dispensers were not provided for the students, they wouldn't have used condoms. So that is even 20 more condoms that we can provide to students is enough. So yes, condom dispensers are able to help students' sexual health and well-being 
because especially with that instance, we can assume that if the dispensers were not provided for the students, they wouldn't have used condoms. So that is even 20 more condoms that we can provide to students is enough. So yes, condom dispensers are able to assist students in taking control of their sexual health. With condoms, we can help eliminate the staggering amounts of college students with STDs just with the implementation of a $200 box with constant replenishment of condoms. And with that all, I shall leave, but a quick reminder to wrap it before you tap it and give them hell devils.